The views expressed in the podcast you are about to listen to are the opinions of the presenter and the cast. None of us are official representatives of the companies we work for, and we are in no way responsible for what we say. If you are offended or otherwise afflicted by these opinions, please push the unsubscribe button in iTunes and go do something else. This is the Animation Conversation Weekly Podcast for October 7th, 2009. I'm Aldal Saksev. My name is Morten Neverly. And we will be guiding you through the show. Today on XP we'll give you your dose of animation news, an interview with producer Anto Harlem from Finnish Anima Boutique, who I was lucky to meet at the Cartoon Forum. Uh, they are the guys behind Elaya Alexi. And last but not least, we'll review DreamWorks' first Shrek movie. But first, here's this week's animation conversation news. That's on uh, YouTube. You can uh, get to check out the first five minutes of uh, Disney's upcoming feature, The Princess and the Frog. Um, cool. Yeah, it, it looks gorgeous. There's a horrible opening song. It sounds like every uh, Disney movie or song from any Disney movie in the last 10 years. It's I really, really dislike it. And I, I, one thing that really bugs me is they always put um, put out five minutes from the, the feature, uh, the animation movies like on, on, uh, uh, on I think they did that on Wally. They've done it on, um, did that on Ratatouille. They did it on uh, probably, I don't know if they did it on Up and they're doing it now on Disney's Princess and the Frog. Yeah, I know. I, th- I know they showed about forty minutes of the of up for uh, the press. It's just to me. I don't have the. I can't restrain myself from not going or checking it out on the web. <laughs> when I go see the movie at, at the cinema, it really bugs me that I've already seen parts of the movie. It just kind of takes me out of the movie experience. Yeah, they I, should I w- they should do longer teasers or something instead. It's not related to the story. Um, but that's just me. I totally agree. I I would never go to any of those uh, those uh, pre screenings. I can resist myself. <laughs> yeah, but it's just when they when they put them on YouTube, it's really hard not to check, especially when everyone's talking about scenes from the from from what's posted. It's it's hard to not yeah. do it. What was the first movie they did this on? Uh, was that? I think Ratatouille. At least that's the when the first ones yeah. I remember actually. I think maybe like, they did they it with the first uh, five minutes out. They showed a lot, a lot of stuff on uh, the Horton movie too, Horton Hears Who. Okay. But uh, yeah. yeah, I seem to remember that Ratatouille was the first one that really did this, and it's really irritating. What's the point? Well, it's it's good for those who who, who want to check it out and don't really mind it, but uh, I, I just don't have the willpower to not do it. <laughs> no. Uh, I wanted to talk about Fredrikstad Film Festival uh, again, animation fin- film f- festival that is. Uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I think. Right? It's a Norwegian animation festival, right? Yeah, and uh, finally the program is uh, is official? Uh, finished official, um, and it's finally official. Ralph uh, Eggleston is uh, from Pixar is coming. <laughs> 
I was about to say Ralph who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he he did uh, storyboards and uh, and story development on uh, Toy Story, uh, Monster Inc, uh, Finding Nemo, Wally, and uh, even Up. And he will uh, do uh, at least one talk, I know, about uh, style and production design. So that's going to be awesome. And um, I know I know Philip Hunt is coming from Studio uh, AKA. Uh, you know a bit more about AKA Studios than I do. They're the guys who did uh, the short film Lost and Found, among others. Um, mm. Yeah, they showed that uh, <clears throat> at Honesty uh, this week, this uh, <laughs> this week, this uh, <laughs> summer. Uh, it was really awesome. And it's really great. Looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, so that'll be cool. I don't know what he's going to talk about, but uh, probably something uh, interesting. Great. Yeah. Um, then there's um, Tariq Saleh. I'm probably butchering the, that name. Uh, he's from Atmo Studios, the guys who did uh, Metropia together with yeah. Torden Film in, uh, in Norway. And that's going to be really interesting. I hope they, they'll show the movie because I haven't seen it. Yeah, that, it would be really great to actually get, have a chance to check it out. Yeah, and um, uh, I think there's 57 shorts um, in the final, and uh, my short or the a short I worked on is uh, among those 57. So that's going to be interesting. Gushin, Gushin, and Gushin or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I was just checking out. Uh, Ralph Eggleston, by the way, he's the guy who directed um, one of the the best short films that Pixar has ever done for the birds. Oh yeah. Just that's a side right. note. Yeah, that's a great, great short. Um, and uh, those 57 shorts are competing uh, uh, for the Golden Gunnar Award, which, if you don't know, is named after the Norwegian animation enthusiast uh, Gunnar Ström, which is a well-known known figure in uh, in Norway. And then there's the, the Nordic Baltic competition nomination, which we talked about uh, last time. And uh, then there's uh, a couple of retrospective uh, selections. Uh, there was one with the studio, AKA uh, uh, Shorts. And then there's one with uh, Ivan Maximov. Uh, I saw his la latest short in Annecy and that was really cool. One of my favorites. He's a crazy guy. Sorry? What was the short film you saw with, that he made? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. I saw so many uh, shorts. Um, but it was really strange and yeah. <laughs> but in a good way. Yeah, he, he is really great. And uh, this is from November 11th to the 15th. And we will be there. Hopefully we'll uh, get to talk with some of the, the, the guest speakers. That would be great. That would be really fun. Yeah, and uh, we hope that you will be there and you can talk to us. We will be wearing our uh, animation conversation t-shirts. So uh, um, look for us. Over at Slash Film, you can check out, there's a, a short behind the scenes clip, it's about three minutes, three and a half minutes, about uh, Wes Anderson and the fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, it basically talks a bit about how the, how the director worked with the crew during the production, uh, how he was able to check out shots, camera angles, and, and the actual animation as it was being captured, he had direct access to the different workstations and uh, it's, it's quite quite interesting. Uh, it's a quite interesting uh, behind the scenes clip, and uh, in it, there's, you actually get to see clips of uh, Jens Gulliksen, who uh, will be interviewing for next week's podcast. So um, be sure to check that out. Cool. And uh, now it's time for uh, Yapak's book review. So uh, sit tight and enjoy. 
Hello everybody, this is Yaprak Moralı for your book review corner. I just came back from a beautiful wedding in Paris, so full of this uh, Parisian air, I wanted to talk to you about the books of uh, Edmond Kiraz. He is an illustrator and cartoonist born in Cairo in 1923. He did his first illustrations at the age of 10, and in 1945 he moved to Paris. And from then on, he became this political cartoonist and he drew for magazines and newspapers. In 59, while he was working for this French magazine, Jour de France, his boss had him move from uh, political to humoristic cartoons. And from then on, then on, he developed this humoristic style that he's so popular for. Uh, which consists in representing uh, Parisian women, always drawn very thin, with very long legs, small breasts, and very sweet faces. His cartoons are often slightly naughty and erotic, and uh, since, 70, since 1970, he has been contributing regularly to the Playboy magazine. He makes humoristic drawings, quite sexist, I have to say, putting in front some... Um, the, the silly part, the silliness of these beautiful Paris women, how they think or how they do not think and how they behave. Generally, they are very clueless and frustrated. And um, it's about their behavior, how they shop, how they behave with men and what their expectations from life is. It's very good humor. It's quite funny. His Playboy illustrations are maybe a bit too much for, for my female ego, but... Um, as an artist, I can only appreciate uh, the art of it, of it. He also did a lot of illustrations for Candarel, the fake sugar, or for some drink or other commercials for women accessories like underwear and such. He has uh, many books out for sale on the, on the internet, for instance, and I will post some links to them. So how is a Kiraz book? It's... Um, it's um, full pages, colored pages of one illustration and uh, very little text or, of course, the humor is all in French, so it's written at the bottom. But, um, and in between, you have some very wonderful hand sketches, plans for uh, the next comic. He has this very fine and distinctive style. He uh, mainly does watercolors. A photographer once says, he invented an amazing mix, African body, Italian chest, Eastern eyes, and Northern hair, and plus the Parisian spirit over it all. He uses very simple colors and uh, draws these beautiful women with Bambi eyes and puffy lips, and uh, they are always very stylish, or they're naked. <laughs> there is no particular facial expression, maybe besides flirting, boredom, and excitement in men, but... Uh, just barely even these. But the mood is definitely there. The backgrounds are very simple, but uh, the colors match very well. They are um, very simple shapes, almost geometrical in the characters. Colors are so nicely balanced around these shapes. No big color mixes, no effects. And the anatomy is sometimes so wrong, but it makes it very special. Kihaz uh, often went to parks to uh, observe Parisian ladies for inspiration, and he very often described them as beautiful butterflies surrounding him and inspiring him. <laughs> in his books, I am particularly fond of uh, his sketches, rough pencil sketches with watercolor on them. They come um, across in some pages where you have 
very rough sketches of uh, women putting nail polish on or jumping in the pool. I think they are so elegant and uh, very alive. I, I really like those sketches. So I wanted to talk about uh, something a bit different this time. And Kihazin is an artist that I really like. It is not very easy to describe what you will see in these books. And I hope you can go on Google and search him to see more about him. I get very inspired when I analyze his cartoons and the harmony between his shapes and colors. How a, a very beautiful uh, woman is sometimes only built up of geometrical shapes. The humor is, is there, if you can read it. It's quite funny for a while. For the long run, it's, it's too much, <laughs> I think. But I don't buy these books for their humor, definitely not. It's only mainly for, uh, for the beautiful cartoon stripes. I think if you have not seen his work, you should Google him and see what you think. And um, I'll post you the links here. And please let me know what you think. I'm very curious. And uh, voila for this week. So until next time, be well and animate. Hada! Thank you, Yaklak. Um, last week, or is it, it's almost two weeks ago now, um, we went to Cartoon Four. We were really lucky to uh, get to interview producer Anto Harlan uh, from the Finnish uh, studio Anima Boutique. They've made uh, this gorgeous um, animation sequence to uh, music or to a song. It's called Ella Ya Alexi. It's really gorgeous. So uh, my name is Antu Harlan, and I'm from uh, Animation Studio in Helsinki. Um, the studio is called Anima Boutique. There are seven of us there. Uh, we started the company uh, two years ago with uh, three people, one, uh, one animator, one um, designer, and uh, a producer. Right now there's uh, seven of us. And, but basically the whole crew is part of the creative process at the company. Um, meaning me as a producer sometimes ends up doing some effects work on, on a shot or something like that. So everybody really pitches into whatever we do. So that kind of keeps a nice uh, boutique feeling, which is in the name of the company as well. Is this your first time at the Cartoon Forum? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's the first time. So I was pretty nervous before the presentation. <laughs> so how did you feel the presentation went? It went really, really well because we knew what we were doing. Although we made our presentation... Uh, only two days before the actual thing, so that was kind of last minute. And but I guess we would have been nervous even if we had prepared. No matter how well we would have prepared it. Um, did you guys show stuff at the Pictoplasma in Germany earlier this year? Um, yeah, I think we we've been going to Pictoplasma for maybe like um, three years now. Um, and we re first time we went there, we really lo loved it. Such a cool vibe with uh, the characters, and it was wasn't so commercial. It was just everybody mingling yeah. together. So we really like big. Like we're big fans of Pictoplasma, yeah. and uh, then we submitted work for it, and they liked it. And uh, I think they've screened a couple of different things that we've done at Pictoplasma. Because um, yeah. a friend of mine went down there, and he came back and he said, "I oh, have to look at this, uh, this short music clip, and it's this, the stuff that you guys made." And we were all like, oh, "It looks amazing." Here. Yeah, so it's, it's from the series that yeah. we presented here. Because uh, uh, we we started with doing a music video. The the way that this concept works basically, it's based around songs, and. Uh, it's, it's Warner Music in Finland wanted uh, the production company to do a music video for them. And they were like, they started thinking about Ella and Alexi as like, okay, so if, if they're animated, uh, what do they look like and what, what's their world like? And soon it was apparent that it's going to be a whole series and a whole world. Uh, so anyways, the first kind of pilot thing was just to do a music video, which 
this was super fun uh, and has got loads of views on YouTube. Uh, okay. Actually, it's on YouTube and, and, and like kids watch it over and over and over again. Um, but yeah, at the same time, we're obviously thinking about the, the series and it's taken a little while to you know get the story and the concept and the writing uh, to this point that we're now presenting here to, to networks and stuff. Um, how is it being in at the cartoon forum where there's like you talked about the pictoplasma earlier where, where yeah. it's more artist related and uh, here you're yeah. basically surrounded by business people um, well I kind of think <laughs> if, I, if I wouldn't be wearing a badge I think they'd be like wondering what the hell are you doing here <laughs> uh, and it's kind of overwhelming to come here because uh, everywhere where I've been with animation people it's really chilled and uh, I'm not saying this is formal, but there's 700 people here, and 700 people eat together in the morning and have lunch together, and take buses together, and I thought this is what like IT guys or you know people who do real business go to things like this, but I mean it's so useful because for what we're doing, you meet, you you do meet the people you need to meet, so it is fantastic. But for a first timer here, coming from like the background of you know somebody making animation it's a little bit overwhelming it's it's strange being here kind of at the other side of the business yeah yeah it's, but i don't know i i think it's good good to bring creative people here because mostly it's i guess it's a lot of producers talking on stage um but i think that whoever has like somebody creative like a creator of the show on stage it really gives a, the heart to the show so i i think it's really <laughs> best that way. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, from, from the pictures that I've been to these two days, I yeah. mean, the most interesting and entertaining ones have yeah. been the ones where the actual creators of the show have been on yeah. stage yeah. trying to pitch the project. I, I really agree with that. So, um, Your inspirations? Because, I mean, the look of the, the, the pilot is it's gorgeous and the colors are really <laughs> yeah. uh, sweet and the, the designs and the backgrounds, it really, really looks nice. Yeah. What were your inspirations for, um, um, for this? Well, the easy ones to name <laughs> would be uh, The Mole, uh, the Czechoslovakian yeah, uh, series, and then uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, which is on Cartoon Network and some more modern things. So it's kind of a little bit of a combination of those, like, the sort of easy to name things. But like I said, it's, there's lots of people at our studio. Mostly I'd like Eliza Japinen and Antero Nutinen uh, at our company who did the character designs. Uh, and Eliza has just an amazing uh, visual life for style, so she uh, kind of keeps an eye on everything that we're doing. But um, we just try to push push stuff all the time. It's like you know, if you if you feel like you've seen it before, and we try to do something to it so that it feels a little bit. A lot of the time, actually, what happens is that Eliza at our company shows me a character design, and I'm like. I don't know if I like that. That's kind of a little bit odd and weird. And the next day I come back and I'm like, you know that character? Actually, I was thinking about it all night. It's pretty good. So that's what I think we believe in doing something like that because people, they will get into it even though if they haven't seen it before. But it's also like the, usually the songs you like the best are yeah. never the ones that you immediately, oh, this is yeah. great because you hear it like five times and then you hate it. But yeah. the, the grower is usually the, the best ones. <laughs> good analogy. <laughs> So, uh, but what are your, um, is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to? I know you had your presentation yeah. and all, but is there anything that, of the other shows that you're looking forward to seeing, or is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to? Um, to be honest, I don't, I don't really, I w I'd like to be surprised by something that I see. I don't really know what the other 
producer are doing because we've been just like thinking about our own piece of the thing so much that you know I want to show what we do and get introduced to people because um, most of the people here don't know, know who we are and uh, the business people here tell me just make make a lot of noise so people would have you on the radar because our stuff is good so that's what I've been kind of trying to do we have these stickers and The but, greatest reward. <laughs> uh, but are, is your studio working on anything else right now, or is the main focus just um, solely on this project? Um, we, we do advertising to pay the bills. Um, so we, we do a lot of advertising stuff, and then we develop our own series um, at the same time. So once a project uh, gets financed, uh, a series gets financed, then that would change, um, shift the focus of our company a lot, that we'd be focusing on that and uh, do a lot less advertising. But right now we're... A big thank you to Entu Harlin. Is that how you pronounce it? Entu Harlin. Entu Harlin. Thank you for doing the interview. That was really great. Now on to our classic movie review. This week we're talking about DreamWorks Shrek. It was directed by Andrew Adamson, who did The Chronicles of Narnia. That's a trivia for you. And uh, Vicky Jensen. And it's from 2001. Fairy tales can come true. It can happen to you. If you're young and hot. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Is this not the most perfect kingdom of them all? Well, technically it's not perfect. Uh, Thelonious... You were saying? Twas long ago and far away, in a land as different as night from day, where fairy tale creatures of a magical sort. I'm not a puppet, I'm a real boy! were banished by a prince who was really short. He walked and he popped and he signed an eviction notice. You're a monster. Now, the one to save their neck. Oh, you're expecting Prince Charming. Hey! Oh, no, 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 no. Dead girl off the table. Where was the pasta butter? The bed's taken. What? It's a hero named Shrek. Shrek? Shrek. Shrek. Oh, ah, that was really scary. And if you don't mind me saying, you definitely need some Tic Tacs or something, because your breath stinks. But a tale like this will also need a princess. Oh, uh, what? And a noble steed. All right, I hope you heard that. You call me a noble steed. You think I'm a steed? Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, John Lithgow. This is going to be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories in the morning. I'm making waffles. Look down. Shrek, I'm looking down. You think this Shrek is your true love? Well, yes. <laughs> Shrek. Hey, listen, no, before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. Look at my eye twitching. I was just checking out uh, Vicky Yeltsin on IMDb, and she's done, uh, she's done, she's been, she was a storyboard artist on uh, She-Ra, and... Uh, Jam on the holograms. I just think this is great. Uh, I was a huge <laughs> fan of those shows when I was a kid. Um, we like the trivias. <laughs> it's great. Um, for those of you, there's probably maybe just one or two people on the globe that haven't seen Shrek. But anyways, here's a short recap. Um, basically, I'll do a really short version. 
the evil Lord Farquaad uh, dumps a whole bunch of fairy tale creatures into Shrek's swamp, which um, annoys Shrek. And uh, in order to get his swamp back, he has to go out on a quest or set out on a quest to free Princess Fiona from an evil dragon and bring her to her future husband, Lord Farquaad, and uh, a donkey tagged along. <laughs> Did you feel like going to see that movie now after this, this great pitch or recap? I already saw it, so there's no way of unseeing this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like it? I was actually surprised because now they've done, is, they're doing their fourth Shrek movie now, or is it their fifth? And Something it's been like, like a degenerative process. I mean, they, they just keep getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah. But it, it's, made, it's made me forget how, how good the, the first movie is. I really really was surprised well I, I i was amazed at how much i was enjoying myself again uh i think the the, the first shrek movie it's brilliant it's super funny there's, there's so many hilarious gags in this movie that the with the donkey when he's humming on the road again because he's not allowed to sing i just think that's great uh, the gingerbread man sequence uh and when uh, the dwarves are in his uh in shrek's cabin and they put the snow white on the, the table and he's like that girl off the table, hilarious. Uh, the guy outside Dula Castle, when he freaks out, he runs through the ropes <laughs> instead of just running off. I just love stuff like that. Um, the John Lithgow and Eddie Murphy are amazing. Uh, it's genuinely incredibly funny, this movie, and uh, I think it holds up really well. Uh, actually, the story is good, um, the voice acting is great, and uh, I, know, I know I was beginning some critique for having too much pop cultural references in its humor, but uh, it works for me. And um, the, the only the, like, visual thing that kind of, I think, lets it down a bit today, I mean, it's came out in 2001, so it's, it's eight years old, but it's, it, it looks it's against pretty the good. humans. Yeah, it does. It does really stand up. Stand up, I mean, or hold its ground. Uh, yeah, but I don't like the, the character designs on the humans that much, as you say. It's... Um... They, they they are like semi-realistic and they try to do sort of a realistic uh, animation kind of thing on this and then, yeah uh, the the animation really bothers me uh, it looks like some of it is motion captured I don't know if it is but it looks too much like humans yeah um, as if even I, Shrek I don't, I don't completely agree with you I think there's some scenes in the movie that are really really well and brilliantly animated and, and really it's funny acting it's it's just it's not as kids if, you, if you're going to compare it to pixar movies it's it's not as consistent and and, and i'm guessing again it's it's a it's a budget thing um but i, uh, I I've it's heard a this. budget thing i don't you think so it, yeah i think I, it's they, i don't think they've had as much time on this one as they've had on the, uh, the pixar movies and also, yeah, but, but they, they spent so much time uh, putting all that technology into this movie. There's there's hair and there's uh, yeah, well, cloth and there's uh, there's um, I'm fur. just I'm just assuming this. I don't have the data to, to back it up. Uh, but also, I've heard uh, people critique that. Oh, the did you see the character in that sequence? He was really badly animated and blah blah blah. But, but one of the things that I think they've done really well is actually to. Um, uh, to, to, to put quality animation where the audience is looking. Um, hmm. but, uh, well, at least we can agree to disagree on this. Um, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I yeah, I, 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 there, there's some sequences that aren't that good, uh, but uh, on a yeah. on a whole, it's 
But uh, I think this 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 movie is really great when it comes to pushing the technology. I think they they showed Pixar that it's possible to do a lot of stuff that uh, Pixar hadn't tried uh, doing yet, and they really threw everything into this into this movie and tried to do like you know everything at once. And uh, in that way, this is uh, quite a, an achievement. I just I just think this the script must have been. I mean, to read the script the first time must have been hilarious. It's so. I just the jokes are so funny. This. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the story is pretty thin, um, and uh, it's it's a bunch of pop culture references uh, which you know I hate and yeah. fart jokes. A lot of fart jokes. Come uh, on, but he's an ogre. For, I, I, yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, you can say whatever you want about fart jokes, but it's all in the execution. Yeah. And I, I think the execution is pretty awful. I, I, I absolutely hated this movie. <laughs> and I, I was Should really you? I was really going into this and and wanting, I wanted to Come like on. it because I, I hated it when I saw it the first time uh, wow. years ago. And I wanted to like it. I really you're wanted such, to like you're it. Such a, you're such a purist. Maybe I am, but <laughs> but I, the 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 one thing that's really bothering about me about this uh, this movie is the mismatch between uh, the music and the time period. That yeah. it, I I guess it's the thing they went for but and if... they went all the way with it, but it's it doesn't work for me at all. And there's so many references to thing that doesn't work in the environment you're put into. So it really makes the whole story. Uh, um, thin and it doesn't work for me. So um, I mean, to me, I, I do have a problem with uh, with things being out of place. I mean, when they're in Dulac and they, they meet the the box with uh, uh, it's a whole uh, what's it the Disney it's a whole new world it's a anyways uh, the the wooden characters singing and then they take a picture of the facial expression at the end. I think that's really funny and doesn't bother me that they um. <laughs> They take things out of uh, different time periods. But and hey, me, hey, hey. That, come on, come on. The, the gingerbread man uh, torture sequence, it's funny. The, the, the gingerbread man is pretty it's funny. I, I like. There's I, part I, of this I absolutely I, I like, but uh, I, come on, the, the wrestling sequence? How oh, stupid. How fun. stupid is that? I like uh, it. It's funny. I, I had to like w- walk away from the TV. I couldn't watch the, the, that fucking... S- wrestling sequence and the the crouching t- tiger hidden dragon sequence oh, i hate stuff like that it's it's so bad taste uh, and in 10 years no one's gonna remember any of those movies uh, or yeah, I guess that's rest- a problem but i mean it still kind of it still works and eddie murphy he's he, funny he's just not funny <laughs> oh come on and i'm making waffles it's great i love it <laughs> uh, 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 back to something else. Do you think they used any motion capture in this movie? No, no. I don't think so. Not even on uh, Princess uh, Fiona. You can see like her facial expressions. They're they're really uh, bad. No, they're really high end when it comes to like uh, uh, copying real facial expressions. I think that was something that was kind of unique in this movie. I, didn't I, know I, this actually, I, I don't really. I don't. Her her face kind of bugs me a bit in the, this movie, but um, she's no. too realistic. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well. <laughs> okay. How'd you rank this movie on your list? Then, is this you put this at the bottom? No, no, no. Far from the bottom. It's it way sounds, better. Sounded it's like you hated it. No, it's it's way, 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 way better than Vampire Hunter D. 
Okay, so but, it's, but, it's, it's, but it's not as good as an, an American tale. <laughs> You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. Oh, this one blows an American tale out of the water for me. It's uh... And it's actually not as good as South Park either, but uh, <laughs> I can't do anything about that. <laughs> so I'm putting it uh, in between an American tale and Vampire Hunter D. I'm actually kind of struggling where to put this. Um, it's your top top no, movie? No, it's not my top movie, but it's, it's either it's my It's way better than Aladdin, right? Well, it's, that's that's where I'm kind of struggling right now. It's uh, Really? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> either it's either above Aladdin or just below it. It's um, oh, Come on, for me, put it <laughs> below below Aladdin. This is tough. I mean, cause, the thing is, if I say now, I'm kind of committed to it, then there's no going back, and that kind of bugs me. Um, People are going to bug you about this for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah, it's uh, so up on first place, second place. So you think Shrek Drum is roll. better than Wally? Yes, I do actually. I cannot believe you. I, I, okay, let me put it this way: uh, the first twenty minutes of Wally is way above and beyond Shrek, but as a whole, to me, there's no discussion. <laughs> so I'm uh, putting Shrek in third place. <laughs> okay, I, at hey, least. Hey, at man, least. it's my list. You have your own. I know how much you love Aladdin, so... Uh, yeah, it's one of my child, yeah. childhood movies, so it's, you know, it's a subjective list. It's, uh, <laughs> I get to say whatever I want, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's third place for me. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Uh, uh, where are we? Don't fall asleep, now. Nice. Um, yeah, just, just uh, before we round this up, uh, next week um, we'll be looking at uh, Ghibli's Princess Mononoke. I know you haven't seen this one, Alan, so I'm kind of... Excited no. to hear for some reason thoughts, I haven't your thoughts on it. I am excited. Ooh, excitement is good. <laughs> Not as good as an American tale. Come on, what is that all about? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> so the only thing left is to round up this week's ACP. Oh, yeah, below American, below American. Yeah, okay. We'll be back next week with more news and animation related stuff. And don't forget to follow us on <clears throat> Twitter. That's T-W-I-T-T-E-R dot com slash ACP News. We are looking for wannabe journalists in uh, the North America and Asia and uh, I guess around the globe. Just not in our uh, Central European time zone. Because uh, <laughs> if, if, I mean, if, you uh, if you're an aspiring uh, journalist uh, or you just want to do some interviews with some famous animators uh, around the globe, don't hesitate to contact us. Us, uh, we need to sleep during the, the hours they are awake, so it doesn't really fit our uh, schedule. We're looking to extend our empire. <clears throat> yes, we do, and <laughs> and you get to bear to bear the the animation conversation badge. That's quite an honor. It is. <laughs> do we even have a badge? <laughs> uh, we usually get one when you go to festivals and stuff. Oh, cool. oh yeah, that way. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and you can get press passes if you go to festivals, which is pretty you cool. You might get press passes. Yeah, you might get. And please, please leave us a voicemail on Skype. Our username is Animation Conversation One Word. If you feel we're doing a good job and you want to support us, you can do that by pushing the donate button on our site. So always makes me laugh the, the voicemail. Great. Have, have we gotten voicemail yet? No, I, I, I thought about this uh, today and I figured <laughs> that most people are probably uh, sitting at work listening to our podcast and yeah. they don't have uh, access to their Skype connection or they don't yeah, have a headset that, that, or something. That, it has to be that reason. 
Oh yeah, yeah, most it's certainly. Not because you're shy or have other things to do. <laughs> Anyways, don't forget to mail us. Uh, email address is uh, feedback at animationconversation.com. And don't forget to read our show notes, where we put all the links related to this show. And our web address is, as always, www.animationconversation.com. Oh yeah, and uh, Japrak was asking for feedback on her uh, book reviews. So she's asking asking me every week. So please uh, give her uh, some sort of re review, <laughs> or uh, just um, pop us an, an email and uh, tell us what you think about Japrak's uh, book reviews because uh, we like them and we hope you like them. We think they're awesome. Yeah, that's it for this week's Animation Conversation Weekly News. Until next time, have fun and animate.